everybody, welcome to a very special episode 29 of Bruisers Breakdowns and Beards. It is Easter Sunday, April 4th, 2021, so happy Easter to those uh, out there. I'm your host, Michael Reed. I'm Kevin WK. And I am Dallas Cade. Hello. Welcome. How's it going today, fellas? Sanctuary. Pretty good. Happy Easter, guys. Happy Easter. Yeah. You guys guys find any bunny poop? In your yard? <laughs> I have a lot of dog poop, like, right yeah. outside our, our apartment. It's become a problem. I guess is we have it? some new neighbors. Who don't oh, I was going to say, is it yours? <laughs> no, it's definitely not. We're, like, we've been really good neighbors. And, like, we have, like, a whole fancy setup. We've got, like, we have these little uh, things that hang off our dog leashes that have poo bags in them. Oh, yeah, ready to go. A tr- I've got a trash can on our patio specifically for when we get done. And, and dumping like, on no, your other take, neighbors when they don't pick up their poo. I think I think Debbie's going to turn into one of those snitches because we we keep getting all the stuff. Our building gets let you know letters left on the door about it. So you know I think it's it's time. It's a should be a shit free existence. Shit free walking out. <laughs> nice. Can't we say that like about a... the WWE Network though. Hey. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good segue, is it? Yeah. Right. Sure. So, so, I, folks, I'll tell you, we have uh, a lot to cover this mm-hmm. week because basically um, this is WrestleMania week. So it's here. Yeah. Uh, Holy even, even for Jesus. people like us that don't watch a lot of WWE. The dub. See, you see how often I don't say it. I'm now. We don't watch the Fed, brother. No. Uh, you know, but even then, for for those who don't watch it that often, you know, you, you got to tune in for WrestleMania. It's like they're the yes. big event, and especially yeah. this year, being the first WWE event in over a year that's going to have uh, a live audience. Are they going to do that for NXT though? Or is NXT still doing the? I don't think so. I don't see okay. why not. I mean, it's still going to be in the same place, right? No, I, mean, I don't well, think so. You mean the same place as they've been doing tapings for the past however long? Yes. Oh, yeah, oh okay. Saying, so they're not. Oh, doing... okay. I thought for some reason okay, they were so... actually a WrestleMania, like they were in the stadium as well. No. no. Okay, never mind. Carry on. So, so yeah. So WrestleMania will be the the first big uh, live attended event for WWE in in over a year. So there's always soon. something of quality on Mania. Always. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like, Hell yes. of a way to come back. E- even even the manias where there's like no even the notoriously uh, frowned upon manias throughout the years, there's always something on them that's like, oh yeah, a real good match on this card somewhere. You know, there's at least there, a couple of them. There are always some gems. Year. I I will say a couple of the wrestling podcasts I listen to. The general criticism has been that that none of these feel big. It feels like a lot of like raw type matches. Um. You know, but that's kind of where WWE is when they don't really build up storylines well, and things see, like that. See, and so. here's the thing with that, and I, because I've heard some of that conversation recently too. Uh, I saw BR Wrestling's tweet about some of the big names that aren't on Mania this year. You know, like mm-hmm. Brock's not on, Cena's not on, Goldberg's mm-hmm. not on, um, Taker's not on, Triple H isn't on, like a whole, like a bunch of those names. And I see that as a great thing. Yeah, let the young kids take over. When exactly because mania is where they get the big they get the most eyes. So with you know, like this the, the WWE title match is probably the main event. Or no, 
the universal title match is the main event of night too, right? Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, right. yeah, Roman, I'm and sure. The only person that everyone's going to know is like, you know, or that the only person with all of the main staying uh, power is like Edge and he won the Rumble. And, you know, everybody knows Daniel Bryan who like, I'm not saying that these guys on the shows aren't established, but like Roman's been in a few main events. Brian was in one and it was like one of the most famous in the last decade. Yeah. Um, Edge, obviously, his pedigree speaks for itself. And then you've got Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre on the main night event one. night one who like, it's like, psh, psh, this is great. This is going to make some of these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not so much. I, we'll, we'll get to covering the cards here in just a second. I, you know, yeah. I will say it's, it's not, it's not so much a lack of like legends because I can do without that. Um, mm-hmm. I just I I don't see where. And again, I don't watch a lot of WWE lately, so it's 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 I can't speak to that. But there's not there's not a lot of mainstream discussion about like what the feuds leading up to these matches and stuff. So, um, and then yeah, there's, there's also there a... are some newer names who aren't on here. You know, for example, Sasha's the only horsewoman on the card. Yeah, Charlotte, um, she's not on the card. Charlotte's Becky's not, there. not on the card. Becky's, you know, uh, although there's there's Where's been Bailey? rumors about a Becky return. Nobody knows. Bailey's not on the card. Char- Bailey's, Bailey's not on the not card. On the card. Now, she'll, you know, Ooh, rumors, you know, people are speculating that she'll do her uh, kind of her TV skit and something will come hello. of that. Yeah. So, uh, but we're getting way ahead of ourselves here. So, yeah. <laughs> first off, uh, we've we've got two nights of NXT Takeover, uh, Stand and Hey-o. Deliver. So we're gonna kind of quickly buzz through. Uh, we won't go in depth in all the matches, <laughs> but we'll at least kind of bring up all the matches. What is, Stand what? and Deliver? Are they gonna have Edward James almost host the night? What the hell? <laughs> I always think of the Metallica song "Whiskey in a Jar" when I hear this. So Wait. it's not very pirate themed either. But no. But... You know? I, don't think that, I, don't, I don't know if they were trying to be with, like, I, I don't know. It almost seems like, especially in the last year, since they haven't had to attach TakeOver to their big four, they've been trying to, like, take NXT off on its own kind of thing. Yeah. But it's bold of them to give just, them a two-night show. NXT TakeOver, like, no, seriously, for real, you know, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I can't do uh, subtitles for shows very well. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so so we're gonna sit here and uh, uh, cover both shows and give our insight. And so with that, away we go. Uh, so, <laughs> so we try right. So sure enough, NXT Takeover. I think as Kevin said in, in our last episode, Takeover is gonna be Wednesday night and Thursday night. Mm-hmm. I guess Friday will be the the uh, Hall of Fame ceremony, and then Saturday Smackdown. and Sunday will be wrestling. Friday is SmackDown. Oh, yeah, you're right. Friday is SmackDown. They're doing a um, WrestleMania was, version of was, SmackDown. Yeah, so they, they've moved the Andre the Giant uh, Memorial Battle Royal to SmackDown, and then I believe a title match has been moved to SmackDown also. I think the SmackDown tag titles are on that show. Nice. Maybe. I could be wrong. I don't know. But I, uh, Honestly, I did not pull that up, so I'm not 100% certain. Right, but uh, night one on NX, night one of NXT Takeover is going to be on USA for free, and then night two of Takeover is going to be on Peacock on Thursday. Wow, that's a hell of a deal. That's actually really cool. Right. It's yeah, Smart. it's interesting too because you like they've got two title matches on night one, mm-hmm. but uh, we're going to get into that right about now when we discuss right night one of Takeover. What do we got first, Michael? 
So the first match here is a well, gauntlet match for the North American uh, uh, shot at the North American title. Ah, yes, uh, the number one contendership. Yeah, so it's going to be Leon Ruff, uh, Isaiah Scott, uh, Bronson Reed, Swear. Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis, oh, and your he winner. recently signed L.A. Knight. Nice. I love this. So, I love this mid card. I love yeah. their mid card so much. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's just got uh, a lot Cameron of Cameron Grimes oh. and Dexter Loomis again. Right, right. <laughs> oh, that's, that's two. There's... That's two in a row. That's two uh, NXT like WrestleMania weekends in a row. Because last year they were doing that where he freaked was being all freaked out around him. Yeah, he saw zombies, didn't he? He wrestled zombies at like Halloween Havoc or something. Was that Halloween Havoc or was that last yeah. year's WrestleMania? I think it was Halloween Havoc. Oh, okay. I damn, I'm just missing it. Yeah. Like wrestling zombies sounds very gimmicky, specific to Halloween Havoc. Yeah. Because <laughs> then he was gone for a while, and then he came back as a uh, <laughs> he came back as a GameStop stockbroker millionaire. <laughs> Genius. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was. Ge- yeah. Oh, it's so funny. It's so funny. Uh, but yeah, I like. I like. Uh, I'm pretty sure I like everybody in this match. Just it's like mm-hmm. a great spot for all of these guys. Um, yeah, I can't tell you who the obvious winner is going to be, so that's exciting. And uh, I love the stakes. You know, they got it. They're wrestling Gargano the next night, uh, so that'll be interesting. Oh, I, uh, I look yeah. forward to this. I mean, I look forward to this. The fact that you said that, I mean, it's going to be Dexter Loomis because you know that storyline's going to play out. As far as like, if you've been paying attention to NXT over the last few months and the last few takeovers, Dexter Loomis has been slowly stalking. (laughs) Yeah, he kidnapped. I just remembered that the chloroform. (laughs) And it was one of those things like no one talked about. It just happened in the background, and then things just just kept going. And the internet was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And then later they were like, "Hey, where did uh, where did this guy go? Where did he go?" And then they took him to therapy. Like they uh, they did that. They took. Like in like oh man I don't know that whole faction is just I it's, it's so interesting it's interesting I know it's heel I'll, but I'll it's like it comedic way. heel right yeah it really is um yeah, I guess yeah it sounds like Dexter Loomis makes sense but yeah uh, we'll see uh, we'll see how it goes on Wednesday because yeah that'll be a hell of a match to sell on Thursday yeah absolutely um and NXT has a history of starting the show with those like multi man. Mm-hmm. Uh, matches, so yep uh, all your shit up, in boys <laughs> uh next up is the, a currently vacant nxt tag team title match Ooh. uh because uh danny birch is hurt so he and oni larkin had to forfeit their, their that belts. sucks uh so it's going to be a uh triple tag match uh between msk taking on grizzled young veterans versus legato delfin tasma Ooh. Honestly, I might love this more than what it was originally going to be. Yeah. Because I don't... like oh, like all of these teams have like heat. They they're all really hot going into this mm-hmm. match. Yeah. Like MSK obviously tore through the uh Dusty Classic. Uh the Grizzled Young, Grizzled Young Vets are who they beat. And I love Grizzled Young Vets. Um, mm-hmm. They're they just put on quality tag team matches, and uh, they're kind of like becoming the nearly men of the tag division. Like they got second place in the Dusty Classic twice mm-hmm. in a row, being losers of the finals. Um, and then Legato del Fantasma is like you know 
they're starting to become more than just the lackeys for uh, Escobar. So that's, and they've had, you know, they've had their run-ins with both of these teams over the past uh, few weeks on TV. So, you know, all of these teams are more than capable. We yeah. saw what Grizzled Young Vets and MSK can do together. Uh, that was amazing. So this will be this will be really good. I enjoy. I'm going to enjoy this thoroughly. I think. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Grizzled Young Vets. I'm hoping they would win because the fact, yeah, they didn't get the Dusty Challenge, but this is their kind of like redemption, right? But yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because like, and yeah, it's no offense to Dust uh, to uh, to Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan, but like, no, they kind of just didn't have anything going for them. It it was just like, all right. They they turned them heel to put them with Pat McAfee, mm-hmm. and then what? Unless they were doing stuff no. on NXT UK that we didn't watch. No, they couldn't. I mean, there was no way for them to travel back and forth that many times mm. because of uh, the COVID travel bans and stuff. You're right, you're right. Well, <laughs> Mike was just waiting. He's like, all right, get it over just, it. He just, yep. Uh-huh. Shakes his head. Well, no, I'm just, I'm hyped about the next match as I was focused on it. Oh. A bit more. Well, what uh, is the next match? The next match is the United Kingdom Championship match. Uh, the NXT UK champ, Walter, <gasps> taking on Tommaso Ciampa. Walter. Um, Walter, who who is not a Nazi. I didn't mean to, I don't think we inferred that in the last episode, but I did have somebody <laughs> like, say like, man, you shouldn't call Walter a Nazi. He's not a Nazi, <laughs> but his appearance, like in Bring me references Walter. back to like that 1940s industrial Germany, Peter. you know, type Bring thing. So he's, he's not a Nazi. I'm not saying he's a Nazi. I would never tell Walter he's whoa. a Nazi. Whoa, whoa, I just, I just thought of something while I was being an idiot over by myself, real quick. What's Pete oh? Dunn doing on this show? What's uh, Pete? Is Pete in the? Did you name Pete in the? In the no. in the scramble, no, he's he's not, he's not on night two. So where the flip flop is he? <laughs> he's gonna show up. <laughs> oh, that's a good. Call up. Oh, sorry, that's sorry, that's sorry got... good. Papa H is gonna be uh, bringing him to to that Tampa. Far better. All right, that makes sense. That sounds far better. Um, All right, carry on. Sorry, didn't mean knows? to didn't mean to interrupt our Walter Tomaso <laughs> Champa coverage because this, <laughs> no. oh, this it's this gonna is be a exciting. This blowout. Yeah, I'm not blowout. Yeah, it's gonna hurt. This is gonna, yeah, you're gonna I, feel this. I, one. Yeah, I weep for Tommaso Ciampa's uh, chest. Everything right now, every time oh, I think of it. You poor <laughs> baby, you with your, you know what? Tommaso Ciampa's probably gonna take a powerbomb and a chop in this match right? at the same time. <laughs> he's gonna you know, like one arm powerbomb him and chop him as he's going yeah. down. Yeah. You know, oh, God, that sounds awesome. Doesn't that awesome. sound horrible? The scoop no. slap. Awesome to watch, but terrible to <laughs> take. It would be awesome. Good God. Yes. Because, like, I, and, I love the story for this too, with uh, Timothy Thatcher, you know, being a old uh, what was it, ring comp uh, member with mm-hmm, Walter, mm-hmm. like on the Indies and in WXW over in Germany, and uh, you know they're they're playing on that history by having him go after Champa, who Champa's like, I ain't no bitch, I ain't taking this shit, I'm gonna kick yeah. your ass, and then obviously Walter's got his boys as well as the fact that he's Walter and he's a unit and he's big, so he's just gonna beat the fuck out of you. Uh, this will be uh, right up Tommaso Champa's alley in that it will be personal and it will be visceral. Mm-hmm. 
That's what I predict. Which seems he like every Champa match is a personal match. He just does blood feuds. Exactly. He's yeah. and since the Gargano feud that everybody you know loved and is like infamous mm-hmm. in the uh, in you know top tier NXT stuff. Ever since then, everything he does seems to like have so much of a personal stake in it, which is great. It's awesome. Even even the weird fight pit thing with uh, him and Thatcher feuding and then becoming teammates out of a respect that they built out of beating the hell out of each other. Uh, like, it's not like they're breaking ground with anything that they're doing, mm-hmm. but the the added personal stake in everything that Champa seems to be doing is nice. It's really nice. It's yeah, great. Right. It's why we watch wrestling, people. <laughs> There's no way he wins this match, though. No, no not a chance. Yes, we're just we're all tuned in to watch Walter murder him. Pretty yeah, much. and I mean to, well, to I see mean, a good match, but we all know the ending. Yeah, it's not going to be a squash because no, 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 no. Champa's but I mean, it's, it's yeah. But he is going to. They, they're going to beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be brutal. So Walter's going to beat the shit out of him more. But yeah, there. I the. There's been some talk that they want to bring Walter over for like a main roster run or like a, on the main NXT. Didn't so, they use him on a uh, episode of Raw one time, like real yeah, one off? Yeah. Like I, I think it was Rollins the one when something? they were over there in in the in the UK or something like that, or he was over. It was something along those lines. It was, was like years town. ago by now, right? I don't. I don't yeah, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I thought that was in front of a crowd. Maybe I'm. I do too. I believe that's so. what I was saying. I, I thought it was part of their their UK run they did like two years ago. I don't recall, but it, it, it has been a while. But I, I think there's been some discussion about getting him over here. So I don't, that's the only reason I would think Ciampa would win, but that doesn't make a lot of sense to send Ciampa over to the UK. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So, they could yeah. just, they could just have Walter do like a couple things on the main roster before he goes back to the UK, uh, just to get the UK title on TV, just to get Walter on TV because they know they're going to use him. Um, no. So I don't know. It, it also, I think it also depends on the fact that like they basically started NXT UK for Walter because Walter didn't right. want to move to Florida. So it's like, how do you, you know, how does, how do, I don't know how all that, I don't know how all that's going to work in terms of a business transaction sense, but uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting to keep our eyes on as people who yep. are not in the know. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm. Uh, and then to finish up night one is the NXT women's uh, title match. Io Shirai is defending Boom. against Raquel Gonzalez. Um, Big main event for night one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be, that'll uh, be, that'll be something. That'll be a good match. That'll be a really good match. Right. I, I, yeah. I, I'm kind of going, I would like to see Raquel Gonzalez get it. I think, I don't know. I'm just honestly, I don't know why, but I kind of have a feeling that she might just because what else is EO going to do? They're ready. You know, yeah. like, well, I don't know if they are, but she certainly is. Um, it, it, it would almost be weird to see her drop it to Ia or to a uh, Raquel Gonzalez after the murderer's row that she has beaten up to this point, mm-hmm. because I like, and I don't want to, I'm not trying to, you know, say anything disparaging, but uh, it almost just doesn't feel like Raquel Gonzalez is on that level yet. You know, right. like, yeah, they're right. putting over her her size and her strength. 
but it's kind of like almost that Braun Strowman thing where mm. like we know it's there, but we aren't ready to accept that as a viewing audience as the top of the division yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they tried to push Braun Strowman super hard. Everyone hated it. Braun Strowman became largely what people know Braun Strowman to be today. Everybody loved it for like a year. They never pulled the trigger. And then people were like, oh, all right, well, that died. Yeah. And then it was too late by the time they did pull the trigger. So this, I don't know, this kind of is a bit reminiscent of that to me, where like putting her with Dakota Kai for the tag team thing was a great move because now she gets TV time. She gets matches under her belt. I don't know what her like experience level is. Um, but it definitely doesn't feel like, you know, better than Rhea Ripley, better than Shayna, better than Tony Storm, better than EO. It doesn't feel like that yet. Even though she has the Titan size and strength, mm-hmm. it's like you don't you you know you don't you don't have like the Yeah, the, the character's not there yet or the, you, the you just don't have the time under underneath you yet. Yeah. Like something, you know, it's like everyone hates the old adage like oh you know you got to be a fucking veteran or whatever and it's not always the case but in Gonzalez's case i feel like more time to just get comfortable to flesh herself out more have more great matches kind of like not like I... a not like a prove it thing but it is kind of like a, a prove it thing where it's like okay there's staying power here so now we can put her in this role. I don't feel like she's done the prove it part yet. You know what I mean? Sort of. I mean, she has been there a while. She, remember, she, she was in the first May Young Classic. Yes. Yeah. But, you she, know, and but, but I'm not she saying like she hasn't been there a, a long time. And that, yeah. Exactly. That's why I don't know about what her experience is. Because, you know, NXT still does a bunch of those local shows that aren't aired. And, uh, like, I don't know what the PC is like or that experience yeah. because I've never been there. Um but TV experience, right? Like it's, it's kind of, you know, not caught up with anyone else you would consider the top of the women's division. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. The, like, the so, only thing I could, the only reason I would think they would put it on Raquel is if they're, if Io Shirai is getting called up. Right. Um, exactly. You know, the, the, especially like the raw women's division, Oscar's kind of just has like nobody. They, they built up Lacey Evans for some godly reason. And she was kind of the, the main foil for, for a little bit there. And then she goes off to have a baby. And then it's like, there's just yeah. this, I mean, they called Rhea Ripley to fill up that spot, but okay. Now you've got Oscar and Rhea Ripley, you know, you've got this women's tag team division. They're still trying to figure out, right. I, you know, that's going to require bodies. So I don't know. I'm, I, I wouldn't be surprised if EO retained, but that would be the only reason I, I would think she would lose is if that's if it was her time. Don't get me wrong, EO belongs up there because she's phenomenal. Yeah, and that's but, that's kind of but my, like what you do you know, do? What do you do once she's up there? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like I I almost wouldn't want EO to go up there just because she's gonna end up I like Oscar, where even if she's a dominant champion, she has this huge reign. It doesn't. Nobody knows about it. No, it doesn't mean anything because it's like they've just been treating it as like this side thing. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, by the way we should probably give Oscar something to do on the pay-per-view like 
Asuka's so good that it shouldn't be that way. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, does the same thing happen with Rhea Ripley, even though she was like super hot last year and everybody was loving her and then the pandemic hit? Uh, is it going to end up where uh, she's like Asuka and it's like, yeah, she's dominant, but how often do you see her on TV? You know, like how much of a priority does she feel like on the on the card on the show as a weekly presence on tv like eh, i'm worried <laughs> right right like carmella put out a tweet about you know less than 10 minutes on a three-hour show that's yeah. how much the women got and it's like right. dude you've got a way better women's division than that mm-hmm. right start using it Absolutely. Uh, so if, if they just keep over inflating it with new bodies just for the sake of oh someone new oh someone new oh someone new and then you're never going to do anything with them after six months then it's like why even bother I, but that's I'll an never, overall I, that's yeah, that's an overall thing we, we're we starting keep, to touch on a whole i'm sidetracking yeah. we still we're have three nights NXT to go takeover. we still I, got three I, nights to talk i definitely about. think when you've got you know a bit where you have john morrison and the miz doing a dance number that could have been a match mm-hmm. you know i get i get you know, needing segments and stuff like that, but they give a long time to some of that stuff that could be filled with matches. Yep. And and you, they have so many people at this point. I because I know the WWE schedule used to be they they tried to prevent injuries or burnout or whatever. So you know, sometimes people would get breaks and whatever. But like, you have talent that are just sitting there doing nothing, and As you're putting out Andrade being released. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And you you're telling me that that this like these goofy skits and segments are worth more worthy than just just fucking at least they could do non-stop matches they really could and tell the story during the match like they used to mm-hmm. and shit would be fun Absolutely. and that's kind of that's my favorite part of the pay-per-views because generally speaking they don't do a lot of those segments they'll do some of course you know, you got to break it up a bit, but it's generally wrestling, 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 just back to back to back, which is what makes these nights so fun that they can't seem to figure out how to do it more than a couple times a year. It's pretty damn insane. Uh, so yeah, that's that's your night one, which is this Wednesday, by the way. So I should as, I as should backtrack this, on, be yeah, night. that is night one. Uh, yeah, I should backtrack on myself because I just put my foot in my mouth. They're the main event of takeover night one <laughs> so like obviously yeah. and, and that's what i think that's the reason that's this is so I... enigmatic is because that kind of makes you think like oh they got something they got something they got an idea they got a plan mm-hmm. here to make and them I... the main event but it's kind of like what's after that you know what i mean i think that's the part where i get concerned um yeah. because i'm not gonna sit here and say that you know their women's division isn't a priority but like it's kind of you know what happens after well, tonight with NXT, it's been a bit of one, but with the with the main roster, especially the Raw side, uh, right, and and then even the SmackDown side, outside of Sasha and um, you know their their title match, you just have uh, the weirdness with Sasha the tag and titles. Belair, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I blanked on Bianca's name for some reason. <laughs> I hate when I do that. Uh, all right, so night two, which is going to take place on Thursday the eighth. Um, let me see. We're going to start with uh, the cruiserweight chi- title match, Santos Escobar uh, versus Jordan Devlin in a ladder match. Um, so I, it, they kind of build this as champion versus champion because mm-hmm. technically Jordan Devlin didn't lose it. 
because he was hurt. Um, so and he was stuck in is, the UK. Yeah. During COVID. so this is a unification kind of just to get that one out of the way. So it's basically Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon at yeah. Mania 10, which is why them doing the uh, Shawn Michaels sliding the ladder in the ring. Oh, that's, that right. was a that's great against... touch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so, like the uh, same premise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mic just got really, really awesome. hot. I apologize. Champion versus champion. Yeah. So um, I, I love ladder matches. I hate to watch yeah. them sometimes because they're so brutal, but there's a lot of cool stuff you can do during a good ladder match. I, yeah. So. Especially one-on-one. It's rare that you get a one-on-one ladder match. Usually it's a scramble yeah, of exactly. sorts. Yeah. It has been a long time. Uh, so I, I don't know what more much more to say on that. I think I think it's just gonna be a, a really solid It'll be a ladder match. match. It'll be fun. It'll get it'll be, you know, real hot right out the gate, same as the uh multi man match on night one. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. I it is interesting that they would put these guys in a ladder match though, because none of the neither of them seem like ladder match type of guys, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? I get like that. none of them seem like the Jeff Hardy where they do all this daredevil shit. That's like, Oh my God, why would you even risk that? You know, they don't do any of that crazy shit. Like Santos Escobar, his character has seemed like, you know, any means necessary to protect my championship. Let me use my legato del Fantasma guys to help me do that. Stack the chips against my opponent. Um, and Jordan Devlin, has always in the matches I've seen of him strike stricken me as, you know, a British style guy where they're very technical. They have lots of technique and holds. Uh, well, submissions. Uh, yeah, like they're proficient in that stuff. But Jordan Devlin being a cruiserweight doesn't really rely mm. on. He's not like a grappler. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, he's so he, he like he does move around and he like pulls out some cool shit. Um, so maybe that'll translate well to the ladder match, but I just, um, I don't know. I, I haven't seen anything that I thought, Oh man, if you stuck these guys in a ladder match, that'd be nuts. If that makes sense. But mm-hmm. not to say that I don't think they'll do great because yeah, they wouldn't put them in the situation if they didn't think they could. Right. Uh, next up, we've got the NXT women's tag team title match, uh, Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon. Uh, defending against uh, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell of The Way, which I still just can't. It's just a weird faction name. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, just, awkward. it's just awkward. It's yeah. a weird faction. Like, yeah. Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae being heels. Like, oh, yeah, man. it's a strange it's, thing. But it, it works. really is. It's fun. Like it's, I said, it's, fun. it's the funny. It's the funny heels. It's like it's so it's yeah. weird. I don't know, man. I there's something about Candice LeRae, like you're kind of inferring about her being a heel, but it just it just doesn't feel right. I don't know. I I love. I feel her. like I we just, say this every time we talk about kind, Candice LeRae. Anytime we talk about her, yeah, it's just, yep. I, it's just there's something about the just the kind of the bubblegum babyface character that she was you know for so i i don't know i was just it was an awesome character like to see her be you know i i'm not a fan of it but i get it not to say that she's one-dimensional yeah no no no, it's not that it's it's, exactly it's it's just it's the it's the ricky steamboat effect for me there's just a little bit who are just who are like just can't hate 
You just get, yeah, exactly. Right, and so, I mean, and I I, I kind of missed some of the build for this. Um, obviously, I think the the segment that gave it away right out the bat was when uh, they debuted the women's tag titles, and uh, Shotzi and Ember Moon won. And the women's locker room was celebrating in Gorilla, and then Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell were like the mean girls off in the distance, just with their arms crossed. And they were like, yeah. oh, "We're not gonna congratulate you because we're angry about it because we want the titles." Um, yeah. So like that, I mean, again, cool, but also why? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I am glad that they're getting a spot on Takeover. So yeah. Oh hell yeah, Shotzi, man! It's and good I'm to see glad Shotzi that Shotzi's so already a champion. Yes. Yeah, that's like yeah. the biggest. That's the biggest uh, positive to this whole thing is that Shotzi's a champion. Man. Yeah, maybe the. I don't know. I could see Raquel winning against EO and then battling Shotzi. Like that could be your Raquel and Shotzi being your feud going forward. That'd be a good feud too. I think that's good. Um, that's good. Yeah. Holy like, shit! I, I, I feel like Shotzi. Ooh. Shotzi's getting that. Like they know what they have with her, they are putting. I all... think there's. I think. I think. Oh yeah, they learned that with Halloween yeah. Havoc, how they let her yeah. host it. Yeah, I think that was a lot of trust, and she knocked yeah. it out of the park. Obviously, because that was one of the best events. Yeah. For NXT, for a TV event, was about one of the best ones they've had so far. Oh yeah. So I, I really think she's gonna start getting that same push that like the that EOs had or like a, the Rhea Ripley's had. Like that you that she's gonna start getting I that would, main event push. I would mm-hmm. say they wanna establish a good solid run for their first champions, but then their first champions lost them to Shotzi and Ember on the first night. So yeah. <laughs> that's kind of out the door. Uh so yeah, who knows? I mean that, that this also I think Ember I don't know if Ember wants to stay in NXT or or Again, we're we're there's this discussion just, of the the women's yeah. title needing needing bodies. Like I could see a lot of women getting called up to the main roster. She would be well, fantastic they, they too. Pretty they, quickly, they put they put Ember Moon back on NXT because she wasn't doing anything on Raw after or before she got injured, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Like so, then you just end up in the same exact position. I don't know, man. That's we're getting back into that conversation. Where's she Almost gonna, like the wrong gonna, people are in charge here. You know? We're just going to keep moving on. <laughs> yeah. next match. Um, I mean, I, I, if I was a betting man, which I'm not because I'm a cheapskate and don't like to lose money. But if I was a betting Very man, frugal. I would, I would, I would think Candice LeRae and, and Indy really have a shot of coming out of this with the titles. Yeah. Hmm. I just, I think there are, there are more plans in place for, you making, for are, we, are we, are we doing predictions? Is that, is that what we're doing here? So we were just doing. Um, a, so we I mean, were just we doing a preview. Have, have we been running through it? Yeah, I mean, I, oh, okay. I okay. just kind of throwing my two cents out there. Um, Let me take that two cents and put it in my pocket. <laughs> so <laughs> next up is going to be the NXT North American Title. Uh, Johnny Gargano is going to defend uh, against whoever T-B-D. wins. Night one, yeah, the TBD super so, over, but he never shows up. Nope. I I I feel comfortable with your your guess for Dexter Loomis. Yeah, Dexter think, Loomis seems be... storyline wise, it makes the most sense. Yeah, and also, who the hell is going to take out Dexter Loomis even in a gauntlet match? You could start him first, and I think he would still go through the roster. Is it a gauntlet? Yeah, yeah it's a gauntlet match. Yeah, oh, yeah, we talked okay. about that. Interesting. Okay, cool. So, so they'll probably stick wow. him somewhere toward the middle or toward the end. But I'm gonna hope that him and Cameron Grimes run into each other again. <laughs> oh, they will. Yeah. They they're they got they're gonna call back to that. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how. Yeah, because like, 
Because uh, a lot of the people in that gauntlet match are at different phases in their NXT presence. Like uh, LA Knight is, you know, obviously Fresh. the newest. He hasn't done anything yet. Uh, Leon Rush is kind of in there with like Swerve and Bronson Reed where he's been around for a minute. Hasn't done a whole bunch, but has had winning streaks and absences from TV. Uh, Leon Rush specifically, I just feel like I don't know what role on the show he he fills yet other than like mm. smaller than average underdog which seems like there's a lot of those so i don't know if that's where they'll go but we'll see i guess in time yeah um yeah dexter loomis kind of feels like a pretty safe pick yeah uh and i don't whether know whether he wins the title against gargano i don't I, know that's, but... that's what i was gonna say I, I don't know what the plan is you know not you not gotta not figure loses you, you gotta figure with as much as they've been incorporating the rest of the faction into the yeah into the storyline they'll they'll do something with that whether it's yeah. with austin theory or with indy hartwell uh something something weird is gonna go on in this match i'm willing to bet yeah mm-hmm. and i mean there's there's almost every major faction has some point where uh everybody has the belts like there's always some moment not always but i mean there's there's some point generally with if you're trying to establish a faction as a major player there is some point where all the members of the faction will have a belt i don't like i would not factions ever gonna see that i i think they're gonna try i I mean who's i'm not saying it's gonna succeed I was going to say, who's Austin, Austin Theory going to finish for a title? Right? It's it's like, uh, you know, I just, and with, with as comedic as they've been in some of their stuff, like, I'm not saying that that doesn't mean they can't be on the top card, but, like, it just, it doesn't feel like that's where they're headed, you know? So it just it, it feels like this has a bit of a I, ceiling. And yeah, I just holding I, I, all the gold is like holding all the gold is the shield, the new day, the undisputed era, uh, the way. I okay. I agree. I just yeah. I, I, the, I guess my point in saying that is I don't think Gargano loses here. I mean, maybe if it's Dexter Loomis, that's a you know for storyline purposes. But otherwise, I I don't I don't think they would take it off Gargano at this point. Um, although he has we'll been see. champ for a while, I think. So I don't know. I don't know. That's a toss up. Uh, next up is going to be an unsanctioned match. These are always fun. Uh, Adam Cole taking on Kyle O'Reilly. So, um, yeah, this one's just going to be just a knockdown, drag out, just yep. fight. This will be very emotionally charged. Good very blow off match. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Huge. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what this means for. NXT futures, but uh, like maybe this is like a farewell for at least one of them. Undisputed yeah, uh, futures? Adam Cole. No, like Undisputed Era is no, broken up. They're yeah, done. They're done. Oh, okay. Uh, like Roddy wants to go his own way. Kyle and Cole are obviously going to do this huge unsanctioned match. So uh, yeah, there's a lot of ways they can take this. It'll be mm-hmm. a interesting watch. Mm-hmm. This will probably this is probably and rightfully so. This is probably one of the biggest uh draws to the entire show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and it's one of those matches that like I'm I'm interested to see like I think the match is gonna be great regardless. I'm inter- yeah. I'm fascinated by the result. Yes. Um because it could go either way, but what that result will probably have an impact on like you said, the, the domino effect of it affecting 
several this will have this will have big implications for the rest of like each of these dudes as individuals Mm -hmm. as well as nxt uh going forward well like the nxt title so uh which that match is going to be you know finn balor taking on carrion cross um finn's had the title for this is saying six months so i mean he's had it for a little bit i'm not saying that's you know nxt's had some longer runs with the title belt so it's not like he's in a they're in a hurry Doesn't to take Ballard it off hold England? the second longest reign like his first i think run. so his, yeah, first his first run, run his first one was was the longest until adam cole broke it and shattered it um and he's gone through this renaissance um with his second run uh then the only reason he ever got in that position was because cross was injured and had to relinquish mm-hmm. uh so that's the whole story here um gosh i really don't see cross losing yeah like i think it like cross is just he they've and they've done such a good job with it how they're presenting him and he just feels like a big deal and he's not losing and ooh, he it just like see like that's Finn balor's made Finn yeah. Balor's made. He doesn't need to win this match to continue. Like, if he loses this match, he will still be a made guy. If Karrion Cross loses this match, all that hype is dead. Yeah. Like, that's kind of how it feels going into it. Like, and it's, I, I, yeah, I, I think Karrion Cross yeah. wins this one. Well, and that's where mm-hmm. I would think, like, the, the previous match being Cole versus O'Reilly. Like, if, if O'Reilly gets the win, you know, maybe that's what this is what catapults him to taking to feuding with Karrion Cross, mm-hmm. you know, as champ. Like that's that's an, a feud that could lead NXT for a little bit. You know, right. it's kind of my thinking. Um, yeah, that'd but be it's a good weird. first like, feud for for uh, Cross. Yeah, that'd be his good first feud as the champion. Mm-hmm. And I I think Adam Cole being called up seems to have been a rumor since the day he started in NXT. So <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like. I mean, if, if he wants to stay in NXT, which I kind of, considering his smaller size, I understand why they've kept him there for so long. Mm-hmm. So maybe he doesn't, quote unquote, get called up. But, right. you know, he, well, you know, he, like, this if he is... loses that match, where where do you take him if he's not exactly. in the title picture? I thought that after they turned him babyface. You know, like I thought, I thought, where do you take it from here after they turned UE babyface mm-hmm. and had, had them feud with McAfee and all that kind of stuff? I like. There's just man, and this is this is a systemic problem that NXT is kind of looking at right now, where so many of their guys are ready to be on Raw now, and they yeah. aren't. So by the time they are on Raw, it's kind of like all right, like they've been ready for this for like mm-hmm. a year or two, and they're also you know early mid, almost completely done with their thirties at this point. So it's like shit. The average, you know, age of the roster and the average run they're having on TV is getting shorter. And then these young cats, they're still around. Don't get me wrong. They're still tearing it up. Like Pete Dunn obviously is like 24 or something ridiculous like that. 26, mm-hmm. 27, super young. But he's still toiling around on NXT after having been with WWE since he was what, 22? when they did the UK classic, the UK tournament yeah. the first time. Yeah, he was super young. Like, like, exactly. He and Tyler Bate were, like, super young, and that was the huge thing where, oh, my God, Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne, the guys that 
were made out of that tournament. And then they had that amazing match at Chicago. Like, there's like a weird age thing going on with NXT right now where a lot yeah. of their guys, they're, they've been ready, you know? So it, it's just, it's a, it's a weird position to be in without getting too deep into it because we're already 45 deep and we haven't even touched mania yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, uh, your mic, you're muted you're, there, you're, buddy. You're, you're muted there, Mike. Am I muted? Shit. Yeah. You're good now. Uh, that's all good. <laughs> So, so I mean, it's all right. That that helps cover our 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 NXT takeover stand and deliver. So, um, <laughs> Edward James almost better make a cameo, or Johnny Gargano better at least have some kind of Edward James almost gear. He's always <laughs> themed. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's very true. <laughs> uh, so that's gonna you know, like we said, Friday will be SmackDown in the uh, Hall of Fame kind of ceremony. So that's gonna lead into Saturday, which will be night one of WrestleMania. Um, which, you know, like we How were talking these like cards, uh, like seven let's see, match cards. six matches for night one, 15 matches for night two, six, looks like six matches on each night. Did you say if 15? <laughs> Kev, did you say yeah, Kevin, 15, 15 on night That's two. How it feels like when it's like one, you know, like a seven hour show. Yeah. Um, but no, it looks like it's Probably a dozen matches altogether. So 12 altogether. All right. Looks like 12 altogether. Cool. Um, so they'll have time. Yeah. Yeah. Should yeah. be good. Cool. So, uh, and again, we, we kind of read these in like a theoretical <laughs> order. These haven't been announced as this order, but I just think it's, this feels like a logical. We know what the main events are going to be. Yes. Yeah. We know the results of night. everything. Yeah. We've, we've got a hookup inside WWE, so just listen to us. And we know, <laughs> no, we know, we know what we know what is the main event, what matches the main event for each night. Initials like night one, night, night one is the uh, you know, the WWE title match main event, yeah, and night two is the universal main event, yeah, right, right. But okay, there, so there everything been, else is theoretical, everything else we don't know. People, a lot of people screaming for Bianca and Sasha to be the main event of one of those nights. Right. Uh, I, I would say I would rather see than, that than Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre, to be honest. Agreed. Agreed. But then uh, you agreed. have SmackDown main eventing both nights. Which is uh, kind of where the show is, the company is right now. Yeah, I mean, like, don't really, get me wrong. like, Raw's taking don't a backseat. I don't think it makes it, I don't think it makes a difference, but WWE probably thinks yeah, it makes Yeah, Vince a still loves so. his Raw. So, I'm. Um, so, uh, first match we've got is uh, a rare singles match. At a, on a WrestleMania for Cesaro taking on uh, <gasps> Seth Rollins, who oh, I'm so excited for wearing this. so many suits lately. Yeah, Seth literally, Rollins is the drip guy now. Yeah, yeah. full of drip. He's man, no, I you can't that steal that from Ever Connors. That's Ever Connors' spot. Seth Rollins coming around here hey, trying man. to steal. Drip is not gimmicks. exclusive. Drip is not solely possessed by one. Yeah, entity. but you've, you've got everyone have... can have drip. Okay. Everyone can have drip. No, I'm not saying I, Connors like, doesn't have drip because we all know Connors is the drippiest one out there. But Seth Rollins has drip, okay? You can't look at Seth Rollins I mean, and what he's rocking and the vibes he's putting out there and tell me he ain't dripping. That's something's all I Something's drippy. Say. I don't want to talk about it. Though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, point being, I love that Cesaro is getting a singles match in Mania. I love that it's against Seth. I'm going to love this match. It's going to make everybody happy. You guys think it'll be like his last WWE match? Show. You hmm? what? Do you guys feel like it's going to be his last WWE match? 
Cesaro's? For Cesaro? No. no. Oh, I thought Cesaro no. was going away. I thought he was. No. Oh. Internet. I think bullshit, there. Were, I think. Yeah, I, I thought there was some some discussion about his contract. Um, internet bullshit. But yeah, I, I, I don't. Yeah, you know I what else all... you read on the internet? You read that WWE threatened Charlotte to take her off of Mania, which, no. I mean, know. she's not well, on. Sort right, of. Maybe. There was they. Okay, so they sort of did incorrectly yeah. because of her. There was there was the 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 false pregnancy thing in her death. levels. The false pregnancy. So the HGC levels or HCG yes, were elevated. They were elevated. Yeah. So they thought she was pregnant. Then she got the negative tests. And then apparently all of this information, the way it was relayed was uh, it wasn't. <laughs> so like yeah. she found out about this kind of very last minute. Um, right. Cause I know last week we were talking about how um, why WWE might've given Andrade the, the no 90 day compete. And uh, I, I can't remember. Uh, somebody said something about like whether or not, Charlotte had anything to do with the negotiations and them being like, well, we won't put you on mania or something like that. Yeah. That just, I knew that, that sounded fishy, but immediately <laughs> after I knew that was bullshit. Yeah, I'll be flat yeah. out with it. That's just, that's just the dumbest. Yeah. Thing because heard. Wh- why would you want to have a WrestleMania without Charlotte? Exactly. Say what you will, but she is but, awesome. Uh, you like to receive right now. We have a WrestleMania without Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. we do. And that's because of, so, I mean, if, if, if everything was okay, yeah, if we she, immediately she's found she's out. Obviously, she's not pregnant. Everything's fine. Well, she has COVID. She's still not on this card. She has COVID. Yeah, Does she? I thought that. Yeah. But that was. She tweeted about that, but I thought that was like a week ago. Well, she still it's has it. Still. There's a cool she down still have period. It? I, thought, I thought she had already recovered from it. Well, okay. There's a nope. cool down period. You still have to do mm. like uh, another like 10 days or so. I only felt like death for like another <laughs> after it. It was no problem. Right. But you were still contagious after your feeling of death passed. Uh, but anyway, Touché. yeah, we we found out about the pregnancy stuff almost immediately after we did the last pod. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, it's true. glad we threw all that out there. Um, where were we? <laughs> we were talking Cesaro about Cesaro and Seth Rollins. Yeah, Cesaro. We, I don't even know how that got yeah carried <laughs> off. But yeah, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins is going to be dope. Yes, I mean, it it's going to be a great wrestling dope. match. We're going to see I the swing like... go on forever, and it's going to be amazing. Yes, it is. I'm so glad that Cesaro is getting this spot. I'm he so He deserves glad. it. Yeah. Beyond he deserves it. deserves it. Remember, I, I, I mean, like once again, talking about pulling the trigger on too. somebody. Remember when he had a Cesaro section at WrestleMania and people Dude. and like Vince was still like covering his eyes. There have been a numerous opportunities where you could have pulled the trigger on Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, it, hey, it looks like they might be doing it. They're teasing us with it again. So let's just see. And I thought that was just his farewell run. We know it won't be for long. Yeah. And that's why I thought his contract was up and he was going to either just not resign or something. So I thought this was his farewell run, but I guess not. Mm, I don't think they'd put him on mania. I I mean, not that I've had my ear to the ground too aggressively about it, but I I haven't heard a lot of push that he was leaving or anything. No, I mean, Internet. I mean, bullshit. Why should he really? I mean, he's got he a good thing. That's why we got off the side rail because I said internet bullshit. Yeah, that's, that's right. So he seems yeah. to be happy with his spot. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, love so. wrestling, and wrestling will yes. eventually love you, you back. That's not true, guys. He just seems like such a cool dude. I love watching him on up, 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 down, down, and everything. Like, yep, he's great. Big he's nerd. Awesome. Loves but, Cesaro. What's yeah, next, Michael? Dude. Uh, next <laughs> up is the steel cage match. Uh, Braun oh Strowman taking on Shane McMahon. 
This is a steel cage match just so Shane has something to jump off of. That's the only reason. Yeah, just something for Shane to fall off of again. Yeah, Basically. Braun Strowman, who I now will aptly call Choo Choo Magoo. <laughs> Choo Choo Magoo. Braun Strowman. Choo Choo Magoo. So, yeah, I, I mean. That's all I want to say about this. Right, That's all we were I just say discussing it, how there, I make there aren't jokes. enough good women's matches. Yeah. Uh, I mean, come on. Why wouldn't they change his music to uh, Come On Ride the Train? I mean, granted, it's a 90s. <laughs> ah, Quad but... City DJs. Right, come on, right, ride the train. And ride, woo, woo. That would be. Uh... Yeah, the like, crowd would go nuts for that. You know that. No, they wouldn't. They'd be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why are the Quad no, City give... DJs getting airplay in 2021? Just give Braun the Adam Rose gimmick and let's just be done with it. I mean, he started in it. Like, yeah, let him finish yeah. in it. Yeah, it's, just, it's a whole, it's yeah. a whole uh, circle of life. Yeah, it all comes around in the end. Uh, yeah, I, I, I hope this is a squash match. I don't care. One so thing. Remember, remember when Shane McMahon came back and that was like one of the biggest pops ever. It was pretty cool. And now though. we're to the point. It's like. I, I don't know. It I, just seems like because he does the different. same, he has the same formula now. He just comes back as like, hey, one night a year, I'm going to treat my body like absolute shit. But like <laughs> all 364 days of the year, I'm just going to show up on Raw and sweat. Like <laughs> if, if this if this wasn't a cage match, I would have, have predicted that Shane was going to jump off the pirate ship at <laughs> yeah. Raymond James Stadium. Like, yeah, I, I can know, see that. I know no, Kevin they're Owens. saving that for Kevin Owens. It's, it's probably going to be Kevin Owens, but I feel like she Shane would have been Someone's going to do it. Yeah. Right. Or uh, Bad Bunny. Next, uh, <laughs> yes. Well, that goes Dear right God. into our next Yeah, match. Bad Bunny uh, could Bad be the Bunny one who does it. taking on The Miz. <laughs> is, I, I haven't been paying, is, is Bad Bunny not the 24-7 champ anymore, or is he still? No, he, he bestowed it back to R-Truth. Bestowed it back? Okay. Did he, or did he just? Yes. Did he, okay. He didn't even get pinned. He just handed it to him and Aww. said, here you go. Because R-Truth was so distraught without it. Oh, that's true. His life was falling apart, so Bad Bunny felt bad, so he gave it back to him. How can he be um, a Bad Bunny now? He's totally good, Bunny. Look at that. <laughs> Come on, Bad Bunny. Way to fucking lose your heat, bud. <laughs> <laughs> He's the baby face, brother. Yeah, baby face Bunny now. Yeah. Jesus so Christ. It's baby face Bunny. That's really good. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, can Miz actually? I, this, got, this has to be a Schmoz finish. This is going to be your celebrity match. And oh, Miz yeah. is taking the pin, brother. You think so? Yeah. I know so. Bad Bunny's going to go over in this, I feel. That's true. Uh, there's That's going to be true. some, they, as Miz Mike would say. Miz is a dad, man. Yeah, as Mike That's would say, true. there's going to be Miz some chicanery like, do, that happens. do anything. Yeah. I know. Miz is I'm a just company thinking, like, man, through and through. He just had his second WWE title run for, like, all two weeks. But, I mean, it's like a two-time WWE champ is going to lose to Bad Bunny. Yeah, yes. that two-time WWE champ is also the Miz. So yes, chicanery. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, he uh, almost Damon fought Priest. one of the ball. He almost fought the whole Ball family. Remember that? <laughs> right. So right. like, yeah, I would, I would see if anyone can handle the celebrity stuff. It's the Miz. He's perfect. Uh, you for know, it. and it, if Miz wasn't weird. already WWE champion, he probably would have been in that six-man with Snooki at Mania in 2011. So yeah. <laughs> right. Oh God, I just. Uh, why did you remind us of that? Ah. Oh. <laughs> you know, I, had it's to, funny I, had that, to, I had to remind you why you're a fan of wrestling uh, you know a, a couple weeks ago when we had this whole run of like all the rappers and all the celebrities talking about wanting to be wrestlers i, I thought oh, i geez. saw snooki talked about wanting to get 
make a comeback. No. <laughs> in not general not. or just in wrestling? In in, in wrestling. Oh. Terms. No. So let's let's I, let's just keep talking about mania. Unless I mean um, if she well, wants will, to do it, then yeah, let it let it happen uh, naturally. No. No. It does feel like this was supposed to be a vehicle to elevate Damian Priest. It is. But but they Bad Bunny kind of took over because he's been so good in the ring that I, mm-hmm. I feel like he's not he's there, but he's not like Damian Priest is going to be the reason Bad Bunny wins this match easily. Yeah, that's that's going to say that's yeah, the that's chicanery. The whole, that's the whole thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. right. That's why I was. It's just it feels like he's kind of been in the back seat of this, but this will hopefully be the moment that'll kind of. Well, Damian Priest is the whole reason that Bad Bunny has the around, right. confidence mm-hmm. to uh, do all of this you know, stealing of shows with Miz is because mm-hmm. he knows he has this giant new guy to back him up. So right. that's, that's why. Yeah. Right. So, and that's why, you know, now bad Bunny has kind of talked himself into a corner where he's going to actually wrestle somebody. And Damian priest is going to be like, you know what? Let me just help you get that win real quick. There you go. There you go. Uh, next up is the raw tag team title match, the new day, uh, which of course will be Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston taking on, AJ Styles and Omos. Oh God! Omos. Oh no! Omos. Omos. Not I, no. I, Edward James Omos is there the night before. Yeah, the there we go. That's, that's the Edward James Omos. You know, that's your celebrity you know, match you know. again. <laughs> it's AJ <laughs> AJ Styles and Edward James Omos with Omos. Omos. The the segments they've been doing on Raw for this match have been so funny because they've been like. Uh, New Day are like, oh, we're going to win because we're better friends than you guys. And AJ's like, what are you talking about? We're best friends. And then they're like, oh, yeah, AJ, what's his favorite color? And he doesn't know his favorite color. And like, what's his favorite food? He doesn't know his favorite food. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been like a lot of that kind of stuff. And yeah. uh, they're giving they're really giving Omas a lot of dimension with this uh, with this angle. And uh, it's been I don't funny. think I've heard Omas talk. How does he sound? Exactly. He talks now. Does he have like a? I assume like a super deep voice. Yes. Okay. I assume it matches height. The guy's like a. He's a yes. tower. But yeah. it's not like Kali to where you can't understand him. He actually yeah. is very pronounced. He can pronounce. His pronunciation is very solid. Good. So like uh, Big Show, I guess. You know, <laughs> I'm trying to yeah. think of giants who speak. <laughs> right. <laughs> not, uh, yeah. I think none of them. <laughs> not too many of them. Yeah. Giant Gonzalez. He never said shit. <laughs> well, you know, it's really hard in that. That. His, is that his, is that uh, skin outfit. suit? I mean, his yeah, outfit choking his on His outfit hair. spoke louder than he ever could. <laughs> oh my god, that's how I knew I was going to have back hair when I was. Uh, you can grow hair there. It was just all over the suit. <laughs> you let Giant Gonzalez teaching you life lessons. <laughs> I have hair on my shoulders too. Every time we start talking about a match, we end up talking about something that has absolutely fucking nothing to do. Well, with Giant Mania Gonzalez is a perfect to talk about during and Bad Bunny and the just Miz. Makes me more. Or, just scratch my head and ask myself why. <laughs> That's the power of WrestleMania for you, sir. That's true. Oh, yeah, Once a year, baby, um, that WrestleMania feel. Next up will be the, I would say, the internet's main event. Uh, the SmackDown Women's title match. Sasha Banks taking on Bianca Belair. This is on night one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> That's why people are screaming for it to be the main event. Because, uh-huh. um, I mean, obviously, the, Roman Reigns is going to be your night two main event. There's nothing getting away in that way. But with nope. this being on night one, people are like, put this one at the end. Mm-hmm. 
um, which I think there's potential to, uh, but but you did bring up a good point of Raw and SmackDown having right. equal. Each one gets building. a night. Yeah, so I th- I think people will be disappointed. This is not the main event, but like I said, it'll be the internet. Don't get event. me wrong, and it's it's nothing against Bianca or Sasha, but that build for this match has been super weird. Yeah, because you know they were I mean? like frenemies. Like, because, yeah, they did the frenemies thing for so long, and then they failed to catch the tag team titles twice. And, like, it it just, I don't know, man. It They did the weird thing with Reginald, like, the the sommelier. You know, you remember that? Yeah, that was that was a time. Yeah, that I just, it's it's so weird that that's the, the that's that, that, I can't talk. That is the a weird direction for them to have taken this, in my opinion, because I don't know. It almost didn't need it. It was like, you know, Sasha's the proven, established. Uh, she's the franchise. She's the blueprint. All that. She's the boss. We know this. And here's this new kid on the block, Bianca Belair, who says she's all that in a bag of chips. EST. And uh, yeah, she's the EST man. And then she's able to do these feats that, you know oh shit, like she's super impressive and all that, but can she beat one of the best in the division? You know, one of the established, like that's, that's it right there. You did. I, I don't know why I don't, this, this frenemies thing is weird. So yeah, the build for this one has been super weird in my opinion, mm-hmm. but the match is going to be good. Agreed. We all know that. Agreed. Yeah. Um, I, you know, it's, it's kind of a toss up. I, I, I feel like Bianca, this is, a match meant to put her over and to make her, you know, one of the right star and players for, for Bianca's WWE's women's in, division. Bianca's in one of those positions where you can lose this and come out smelling like roses. Mm-hmm. Cause you can, yeah. you can, you can lose this match and yeah. still come out way more over on the other side. Yeah. So yeah. I, so I don't know. They, it, it really is a toss up. They could go either way with it. However they yep. want to, um, I'd like to see Bianca win. You, I mean, yeah, that'd be cool too because then yeah. you're it's, like, oh shit, that you know, or player. like you said, you know, Bianca you can loses. still do that exactly. You can still do you that. Just if she run loses. this, run if this. She takes Sasha, if right? Want. If you mm-hmm. take Sasha to your absolute limit, and then Sasha pulls out a vet move to you know beat you, it's like, damn, Sasha had to dig that deep into the bag of tricks. <laughs> right. We still got a new player here. Mm-hmm. Like either way, you make Bianca. Uh, so it all just depends on where they want to take it after this. Um, but yeah, you you basically this is the easiest one to book. You just got to let them go out there and do their, or this is the easiest one to agent. Uh, mm-hmm. You just got to go out there and let them do their thing, right? That'll be good. So I'm, I, it's one of those matches. Like I'm just, I'm happy for the result either way. I just want the match, right? More so yep. than the, the result. Yep. Uh, so yeah, uh, and then what'll most likely end night one will be the WWE title match, Bobby Lashley defending against Drew McIntyre. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I would have thought that this would be kind of a, a crowning moment for Drew McIntyre, considering he didn't get to win his last right. title in front of a crowd. And now it's almost turned. It's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. With, with Bobby Lashley kind of, you know, MVP saying that the, the, the hurt business is not broken up. They just got, they trimmed the fat or whatever you want to call it. But the fact that, which is sad because the Hurt Business has done some incredible work during the pandemic carrying yep. Raw. Yeah, yep. agreed. Know? And it, it, They've it, carried it for like almost a year. MVP, yeah. man. As soon as he came back in business, he was on, He hit the ground running, dude. 
yeah, yeah. it's just been, this, it, yeah it's one of those things where i feel like wwe is like i don't know if i mean if disrespectful is the right word because they had such a great run for a year but it feels like to not let them go into wrestlemania as a faction like it's almost like hey thanks for carrying us now <laughs> now that we're here piss off yeah, yeah. I, I don't know it, it, it feels disrespectful in some way so you know this is this is the optimism in me coming out what i think what i would what i would probably do is uh i would present it like it's broken up and then find a way to carry that story through the rest of the year because this is kind of how wwe schedules their stuff is from SummerSlam to mania and then you've got that period in between where you kind of yeah. do the fall everything mania. out right and then by SummerSlam, you're like all right we know what we want for next year um and most of the time they don't but you know they figure it out as they go um so there's like a way i think that this pans out to where the hurt business whether they're still all four together or there's a new incarnation or they feud against each other or whatever there's a version of this i think where the hurt business continues to carry raw for the rest of 2021 possibly into 22 um so i wouldn't i'm not mad at this just yet do i think it would be bad to break up the hurt business right now yes absolutely do i think that's what they're doing not necessarily like i know like the internet obviously threw a big fit about it when it happened but that's just because that was their immediate reaction but um mine mine was yeah they know that it would be a terrible thing that, that that's a bad idea to do it right now like they have to know so to me it's like maybe that's not what they're going with here maybe they're taking this somewhere Maybe the Hurt Business comes out unified or better or different after this because Mania, I think Mania is kind of like the tipping point for either how good this goes or how bad this goes. Sure. Depend, like, I don't think the result matters all that much. I think it's what happens, if that makes sense. What happens after. I will I'll say this. I, I've, I feel like... Bobby Lashley being by himself kind of raises the the likelihood that he retains and that Drew McIntyre Maybe. chases him to SummerSlam. Um, you know, I, I I think one of the other podcasts I was listening to talk, they, they tried to infer something that the Bobby Lashley said, like no member of the Hurt Business would be ringside during the match or would interfere or whatever. So technically mm-hmm. now Shelton Benjamin and uh, Cedric Alexander are not members of the Hurt Business, so they could still show up uh, which would kind of fall into what you were saying um they also inferred that hey keith lee and uh, ricochet don't seem to be up to much right now so not a bad idea definitely doesn't seem to be up to anything right now no he he's been tweeting about it too which usually that's not a good sign when somebody's tweeting about being on the sidelines um uh yeah I, i don't know if that i think he's injured though isn't he didn't he get hurt no no because he, he was going to do a U.S. A... He was going to do a U.S. title match, I think, at the Rumble. They took him out very last second and put 
Morrison the, in to take the cover from Riddle, right? Remember yeah, that? But I, th- so, I thought yeah, that was yeah. due to he and Mia Yim having COVID. Maybe um, I don't know. I don't now, know. Granted, they've they've kind of, she's she's you know Oops, seemingly sorry. left left Retribution. What was that last week? Well, Retribution's uh, falling apart. Yeah, shockingly. So, you know, I don't I don't think he's hurt at this point. I think they just haven't had. We'll see. Found a like way I to said, get him in, but we'll see. That, that was Keith Lee. I that was Keith Lee in the hurt business, though, would do money. Yeah, because we have not seen anything like that out of Keith Lee, including his NXT run. So, like, I think if you put Keith Lee on a platform like that, where he's off the bat presented as a top level guy, oh yeah, yeah, and him standing next to Bobby Lashley, right? Like, you give Bobby Lashley, it's almost like. Batista and Triple H, exactly. Where exactly. you have the net, you have the one guy that's going to give this dude a run for his money, and he knows it deep down, which is why he's getting him on his side. Right. Eventually, that guy figures it out too. Like, and he takes over. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, I think we're we're probably fantasy booking ourselves into something. We probably cool are. With our we probably yeah, are. you guys started some whole fan stuff, fiction going on here. None of this stuff is going to happen, guys. <laughs> right. None of this is going to happen. All it's all universe over here. Drew McIntyre is uh, going to get his win back, and it's all going to be hokey pokey. I, I wonder, man. I don't know. I don't know why you would break up the hurt business, then take the title off, unless Bobby Lashley's going away. He's not. Doesn't. Yeah, he, which is not. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Why you break up the Hurt Business this close to WrestleMania? Maybe to put them back together. Possibly, and like I said, you know, if I don't, I and that sounds just, weird, right? Just now, to get them away from him. Looking for back on Mania it, night, we'll see. Yeah, I think that'll be fun. I, I am less enthused about Drew McIntyre winning now than I was a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> right. So. Uh, so with that, we will move on to night two Woo-hoo. and, uh, that's the, that's the title of night two. Woohoo. Yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> I'm WrestleMania I'm really night excited. two. Woohoo. I mean, there's some bangers and then there's some this on night two, but, uh, I mean, Oh yeah. Let's get into it. Yeah. So starting off with one, I would be super excited for will be Kevin Owens taking on Sami Zayn. Like these two just they they always have a great match. Yeah. Yeah. They're so much fun though. They're Mm -hmm. so much fun. They really are. And the thing about this one is now the roles are reversed where we've always seen Sammy be the good guy to Kevin's the bad guy. Kevin's the good guy now. Mm -hmm. And Sammy's the bad guy. Wait until uh, we hear everyone yell fight forever again. (laughs) Right? Jesus. We'll Uh, see. And again and again, as we as we have suggested that uh Kevin Owens will probably be jumping off the pirate ship in some form or fashion it'll be good it'll be a lot better than they've been booking like it'll be a lot better than its position on the card might suggest oh definitely i mean it could be the the one that really kicks it off because it's the banger honestly yeah it could be the exact same as cesaro and rollins where if you present this differently it can you know be the main event but instead it's opening the it's opening the night so yeah but i i it's i don't think it's um it's negative to the match if it if it starts no. to show up. No, not at all. No, yeah. not at all. If you throw no. it in the middle, maybe, but you know. all about pacing, brother. Now it's if they opened with this next match, that wouldn't make sense. Right. Uh the fiend taking on Randy Orton. Um <laughs> oh, <laughs> I forgot about I this. Yeah, yeah. I don't 
this has been some credit to WWE doing some long form storytelling. Yes. Credit that, that Randy Orton. And it's had, been good. This, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been good. This feud has gone on for quite a while without these two wrestling each other. I mean, credit right. to Alexa they're, Bliss. They're doing it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So And like I, I'm excited. It's unpredictable. We don't know what we're going to get. Now, granted, if we get what we got the last time these two wrestled at Mania, it's not going to go well. Out of this. Yeah, I, I don't need... Uh... And who knows? This might be their one cinematic gimmick for the entire weekend. That's true. We haven't really talked... To, we haven't seen much in the way of any cinematic matches, but yeah, that this could be it. Well, with a live crowd, maybe not, but who knows? We have no idea. What yeah, they're not going to be able to switch a burning good... body this time. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Honestly, they could just send them both down there, get, and then the ring explodes. For all we know, <laughs> who knows? Poof! Oh, it's not AEW. <laughs> Sparklers just sets it on fire. Sparklers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if the, I mean WWE has the budget to go all out if they want to do that, they they won't have the AEW because if the no, way they would AEW do it, not mind, having a budget <laughs> in my mind, yeah, I was gonna say what? Well, okay, <laughs> but. I guess in it wasn't mind, a budgetary issue with that ring. Them, more them, a... them blowing up the ring in my mind is like somehow they get they because they've been talking about having to drag the other through hell. If one of them literally pulls the other through hell, a la Kane and Undertaker, to where they get pulled under the ring, and then the whole the hole where they got sucked in just explodes, and there's like fire, and like the canvas ends up expanded, because they have like eight canvases in yeah. there at any given night so like they could do something like that who knows man there's limitless possibilities for this match Uh, (laughs) i was just thinking refer back to keith lee a a good welcome back would be uh they could make it like the nightmare on elm street one death scene with johnny depp where it's just blood spewing out of a hole and then like everyone in the first like 20 rows just getting hit with like fake blood (laughs) welcome back everybody right awesome um so yeah, I don't know. This 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 match has a it kind of it's on a wide spectrum. It could either be really great or it could be laughably bad. In the ultimate scheme of things, that's everything. Yeah. Right. Not just but not I, just I, in WWE, but in wrestling. I, I think the fiend I don't want to say it's run its course, but I don't it know. It has a mixed track record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't yeah. this the melted one just seems kind of I mean, I don't know. I'm, not I'm a, on board. I'm not I love the design. What do you mean? It's freshening yeah. it up. It's keeping it like yeah. it's keeping it current. It's not stale. If it because we have we also have not seen anything from this new fiend yet. So mm-hmm. like, there's a whole lot of mileage we're gonna get after Mania, regardless yeah. of this outcome, about how different the fiend is now as opposed to pre roasting. So and where's Bray Wyatt? You know what are we gonna get of Bray Wyatt? Exactly. You know? That's true. That's very true. So um, there, there's a lot to tell. There's a next, lot of story left to tell. That's true. There. Uh, next up, we have a United States title match: Riddle defending against Sheamus. Bro, Riddle's. It's the bro versus fella match, <laughs> right? <laughs> Riddle has just been—I don't know. You know what There's the whole something... match is going to be? The whole match is going to be Riddle calling Sheamus a bro and Sheamus calling Riddle a fella. Yeah, fella. back and yeah. forth. It's just going to be. It's like when they're doing the dude and sweet tattoos for uh, Dude, Where's My Car? They're just like going dude, back and forth. Say? 15 minutes. 
Um, and then Snooky comes down and breaks it up. Right. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I, this backs. one, Riddle, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about Riddle at this point. It's I mean, not it's not been what I thought it was going to be. I and granted, saw he's it. had some outside the ring issues right. that have maybe derailed a lot of that, but it's just not. I don't know, man. Until yeah, we get Riddle versus either. Goldberg, don't don't wake me up. Right. So, so yeah, you know what the setup for this match is, and I saw it because it was on Twitter. Uh, the setup for this match is that a uh, Riddle showed up after Sheamus lost to Lashley. Sheamus was getting interviewed. Riddle rose up on his scooter and uh, starts talking to Sheamus about his scooter. So Sheamus takes the scooter and then bashes Riddle with it. <laughs> that's that's the entire premise to this match. That's fantastic. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's some, worth fighting for. That's some WWE long-form storytelling. Yeah, yeah. Right hey, we got a match that, in a couple weeks. Hit me with this scooter. <laughs> don't get me wrong like i don't know riddle riddle is a character it it worked it worked on nxt for the same reason it could work on the main roster which is because riddle just presents himself differently than everybody else however that can also be detrimental depending on how it's um presented and I, I just, I think honestly, there comes it comes across to me sometimes like there is an air of, uh, of uh, indifference, like Riddle's not fully aware of like <laughs> what's going on around him yeah. or the importance of anything or the gravity of any situation. So if he doesn't get it, nobody else will. <laughs> And that's kind of like that can work for some people, but I can also see that not working at all. I'm so, just cracking up the concept know. of him just being so much of a stoner that it kind of wrecks any what? character development for him. Do you think? Do you think somebody, uh, somebody in WWE saw Darby Allen with his skateboard and was like, "We have to do something." <laughs> No. Did they? Like, did, why, oh, because they. The that's why they gave him a scooter. scooter. No. Yeah, it was like somebody's got to have a skateboard, rollerblade, something. No. Rollerblade. And, and Matt Riddle was like, Riddle, "Bro, I got a scooter." I think what happened is Riddle showed up to tapings one day on a scooter, <laughs> on a scooter and was talking was about it. how much fun he and his kids have on their scooters or whatever. And so somebody was like, "You know, you should ride that on TV during this backstage segment." And then Vince saw it and was like, "That's hilarious, pal. Good Go shit." Live. Yeah. That's fair. Who knows? Too. Who knows? That's fair too. I just, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't have a, uh, I don't have a good answer for this. I, I could, this will be my bathroom break match. Um, <laughs> wow. You're only going to take one during the night, man. Yeah. Good on yeah. That's, that's the plan. Like, that's, you gotta, you gotta hurtful. balance these things out. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not the least bit. I, I, I really want to like riddle, but there's just something Maybe something maybe right. maybe it's the offering stuff, you know. Like that's part of it. That, that's probably uh, part of it. He kind of seems like he might be a little scummy. That's a uh, little. That's a little part of it. So put it lightly. So, um, but you know, if if that's the break before this next match, I think I'll be fine. Uh, the Intercontinental Title match, uh, Big E defending against Apollo Cruz. Ooh. Um, 
man, you know, I, I you know, in, in the last episode of SmackDown, uh, Apollo Crews did mention something about a Nigerian drum fight. Yeah. And we haven't, we haven't gotten more information on what That's, that is. So no one said be, anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, man, if this is that I don't have faith in it, but yeah. if it's not, and they do that like after mania, okay, I'll be fine. Um, well, this might yeah, be, the I think it's like, I wonder if it'll be on SmackDown before, you know, that's a possibility. And it could be just um, like one another segment, you know, maybe drumline segment could, or something. They could establish what the gimmick is on SmackDown and then make it that for yeah. night two. Oh God. I, I, I want some more information. This Apollo Crews' new gimmick is so, so close to being either like incredibly awesome especially if it's got his input in it but considering wwe's history with like racially or or culturally um motivated gimmicks like this they have such a bad track record with them that i just don't trust them to do it right um but it's funny one of the one of, i listened to the uh the mass man show and uh, Kaz is on there, and he, he's always cracking up about how uncomfortable white people are with with the, the new Nigerian gimmick, um, <laughs> right? You know, so it's it. I kind of fall into that category. It's like I I really want this to be good for Apollo. I just I don't trust creative to handle it right. So and, and I don't think with, exactly. I don't think it has is, anything to do with the gimmick itself. I think it's more no, it's, about how it's handled by. WWE. Yeah, but, but now we're talking about a Nigerian drum fight, which is immediately sounds like the gimmick itself. I think is good. Like I think the gimmick itself, as an idea, as a concept, and as a character, as a role on your show, is great. Yeah, it works. Yeah. It, and again, uh, if if, if WWE doesn't it, handle it right, however, ugh. and that's my thing. If, if 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 Apollo Cruz is kind of leading the way with it because this is given him this is rejuvenated his i wonder career. if paul Heyman has anything to do with this with this Maybe. uh angle i, I just because you're Paul's, right like I, Paul's the doing the post fine. show stuff for smackdown yeah so it's it's i just am scared this Maybe? isn't gonna get handled right we'll see is, is my thing so um that being said they put a lot of effort behind apollo cruz recently so i could see him winning this match and they're doing and, the same with Big E. Yes. So but I think they're, Big E they're is going to do take... their best. Right. Like, obviously, they have more long-term, bigger stuff in mind for Big E than Apollo. But this does give Apollo a chance to kind of, like, step up from the role he's had the rest of his career. So, right. we'll, so I can, again, it's this. I can see they, it either They way. have every motivation to make this work. And I could see this match going either way. I could see Big E retaining, and then this feud continues into SummerSlam. I could see Apollo winning and Big E kind of doing the babyface kind of chase until they're ready to slot Big E into the main event picture. Um, you know, I I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of possibilities. But this is yeah. going to be, I think, a match that we'll look back on later to see where these guys' careers go from here. And this will be one of those kind of key moments in their in both of their careers. Because like we said, Apollo, I said when Apollo debuted, like I thought he was going to be WWE champ someday. Mm-hmm. And they haven't done Oof. anything. Oof. 
Ooh, he was agile for weight. yeah, but he was yeah. agile for his for his stature, for like his for his build height and his and build. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. like the dude was amazing. Yeah. And like, then they put and, him on superstars. Just, there's been no, there's and been then no well, and here's the thing. Then they put a mic in his face, right? Uh, so, and I guess this is kind of a way to help. Not only not only is this a way to demonstrate that he's more comfortable with that stuff, but he seems to be doing okay so far. So yeah. So we'll we'll see where it goes. I'm yep. but I, I'm really excited for that match. Um, next up is the Raw Women's Title match: Oscar defending against Rhea Ripley. Uh, it's a match that's had practically no build because it was supposed to be like Lacey Evans here, and then Lacey and then Evans, it was supposed to be like Charlotte, and then it was supposed to be Charlotte. <laughs> and now, and now it's Rhea, Rhea Ripley. Um, I don't know what the plan is, so I don't. This could go either way. It would be an awesome jump start for Rhea Ripley to be champ. And, you know, I think that would... It would not be awesome for her to start her career 0-2 at Mania. Yeah. Um, You know, I think Asuka... Asuka's Asuka. Like, she doesn't need the belt. I think she's been holding on to it because that's that looks right. And anytime she doesn't have the belt, you feel like she should be having it. Mm -hmm. So, I I don't think... (laughs) Because I don't no one, be yeah, there's no one better than Oscar on the uh, like right, right now. So, so someone has to be worthy. My thought would be Rhea Ripley is this is a moment to give her the belt, right? And let her, yeah, because I think bit. I think the thing with Oscar is usually like when she doesn't have the belt, it's like, oh, uh, they're not doing anything with her when she could have the belt, and then when she does have the belt, they're still they're, not doing anything with her. Yeah, yeah. So like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you might as well put it on someone that you want to make and have a new star to, like, do lots of matches, lots of new matches with and, you know, give them that platform and legitimize them, make everyone think that she's a big deal, and then eventually she will be. It's crazy how that works. Right. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. And especially if we're, if we're getting some NXT women's call-ups, um, also, I think it would be interesting if if Bianca Belair wins the SmackDown title and then Rhea Ripley is the Raw Women's Champ. You know, we they had that moment in the Royal Rumble. They've obviously That's had true. their history with NXT. That could be kind of like the next yeah. wave of. I mean, women's it's, champions. Yeah, there's there's plenty of people that think it's no coincidence that uh, the last two women in the Rumble are the two women that are challenging for titles yeah. yeah i mean i i certainly don't believe this was the original plan but this is one of those cool things that wwe kind of fell into this opportunity um so there's, there's and it's it's not like they don't want rhea ripley to be a mega star you know right. it's not like they don't see rhea ripley as the next top guy once the four horsewomen have kind of you know come out of their prime so yeah this makes a ton of sense mm-hmm. yeah i agree crazy to think how we never they they held off on like the wwe four horsewomen taking on the mma four horsewomen and, and we're never getting ever it. Came of it. Yep. And nothing yeah like that window is totally shut so it's crazy uh and then the last match of night two will be the universal title match roman reigns defending against edge and daniel bryan um i mean i roman's not getting pinned here that's the only thing i'm sure of yeah, yeah, I think it's Daniel Bryan's going to eat the pin. But lately, Edge has been like, I don't know, he's been kind of heelish. Like, so I don't know, like the true babyface in this has been Daniel Bryan. So it's kind of weird to well, see that. see, they went and muddled that up because last week, 
you know, Edge did the heelish thing um, by going nuts on them both with a chair. Mm-hmm. And then last week, Brian went nuts on both of them and was like beating the hell out of them and locking them in submissions and not letting go. And mm. so like it's I think they're just trying to add the intensity, um, which they've got it, you know, Um Roman has done nothing but spin gold for the past eight months now since he came back at last year's SummerSlam. When it happens organically, um, it right? Happens, like you know? it's crazy. Um, and and you can tell that they're trying to give what he's doing legs because we still know like nothing, and we're going into Mania, and we know nothing about why he's with Paul or you know what what his new intentions are, other than obviously protecting his family's legacy and staying a top guy. You got to be at the head of the table, man. (laughs) Got to be at the head of the table. Big dogs got to eat. It's still, there's still a lot of, um, there's still a lot we can add to the character and stuff too. So you can tell that they've got legs on this. Um, I feel like regardless of what direction they take it in. Sure. I I feel like they're going to, the, the, the natural, progression the net the you know at some point brock's gonna come back and i'll be interested to see you think? i i think i think there could be a if, if you're trying to build up roman even more that's have brock give him the rub by having like a baby face brock losing to roman well uh, that's a weird that's a hard pull. Brock- it's weird it's weird, but I, Can I you mean, make Brock a baby face anymore. Yeah. I, I think Brock, say. The, the, when, when Brock is gone for a long time and then Brock comes back, he always gets a pop. People, people well, like a, when he goes a away, surprise for a return time. pop is different than a, sure. I'm not uh, saying turn you an can... angle into out of this, pop right. because I, like I, everybody loved the Goldberg thing until they didn't. Until they had to deal with it like for three more weeks. Stretch it out. I mean, I I could see it as like next year's mania or something where Roman, a heel Roman takes on Brock or something. I don't know. It's like you said, we don't know what Paul Heyman's deal is. And I feel like that's got to be explained, but you don't really need to explain it unless you don't do that. You don't do that tonight. You don't do that. No, 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 no. I agree. I agree. I, I don't think it happens tonight. I think it's something way down the road. Maybe maybe SummerSlam. I, I think that's more of next year's mania in Dallas. Maybe. Because like, I, I know that Roman's been getting asked a lot during uh, interviews and stuff about uh, The Rock. Yeah. Uh, and that they're doing that could be WrestleMania. Next year in Dallas too. They're doing, well, they're doing mania in Hollywood the year after that. So there's a bit of an idea. Now. There's a bit of an idea that Roman and Rock could be mania uh, in Hollywood, in two years, and then that's so yeah, that 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 would leave room for Roman and Brock next year if that's what you wanted to do. But yeah. that I don't know. I mean, I, I'm still, just spit, I'm just spitballing. Right. Brock's been gone for a long time. There's not been an explanation for it. Um, you know, Wasn't if you contract? wanted to give some some more intrigue to the to the Paul Heyman part of the story, I right. feel like bringing Brock into it to say like, what well, gives? So then, like you know, whatever. So then do you think Daniel Bryan gets that one last babyface champion run? Or do you think Edge gets that one last babyface champion run? I think it's you know, it feels like they're both. It feels well, like they're both in that position right now. Mm-hmm. Cause Bryan well, says he's about to wrap it up and edge is, yeah. you know, edge. So I was going to, you know, Ke- Kevin alluded to the fact that like, you know, uh, 
you know, it, it, that Daniel Bryan was in this match to eat the pin, you could flip it and Edge is there to eat the pin from Daniel Bryan, who could win, which is going to set Roman Reigns off and make him go nuclear. Mm-hmm. Have that. And then shit, you, you can do, like, you if, le- in order to in order to add the longevity, you could, God, we're getting way too fantasy booking. Um, <laughs> right. you, like, I, I'm just from, yeah, from a creative, this is kind of what it sounds like. Because if you wanted to do that, then, and you wanted to elongate it, you can do a feud for Edge and Roman and have Roman be pissed about, you know, Edge winning the Rumble and putting him in this position to begin with. Right. Um, which he was before it became a triple threat. That was the whole thing was that Roman was pissed that Edge, you know, wasn't giving him his props for putting him in the main event. Um, so you could do you could do Edge versus Roman until Roman eventually gets the belt back in time for next year's Mania. Uh, you think maybe you could turn Edge heel at Mania? I think I think Edge on Brian, Edge is... and then you can do Edge and Brian. That'd be a good. I'd like, like to see that ex- right, exactly because the way I'm thinking of it is because that's the big thing is Edge is like I want to work with new guys. I want to be able to get in there with these young guys that are tearing it up right now. Um, and they're obviously they're presenting him as a top in the top of the card kind of guy. So that's, those are the kind of guys he's going to be in there with. Um, so yeah, you could have this go one of two ways where the story after mania going into SummerSlam is edge and Roman or edge and Brian. That's kind of how I see it. I, I genuinely think Roman is not leaving mania with the belt. Hmm. I'm not, but I don't think he's getting pinned. Obviously. I think I yeah I so you huh. have to find a way right. to interesting and I I think what that's you know like I said I think he's just gonna lose it he's gonna go nuclear and it's just gonna fuel the heel character even more mm-hmm. into the next year whether it be up to SummerSlam or however far you want to go with it however long they want Roman to chase that belt but Roman can chase that belt furiously aggressively violently whatever just to make him just the 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 beast that they want to make him um and, and that's you know, the thing is i don't think i don't think he would be, spend all that time chasing the belt yeah i, think I don't think he'd be spend, long he'd spend I, I most of that time yeah he'd be so pissed that he's out to take out a couple guys on his way yeah, like right. he's obviously gonna want vengeance against edge so if you have brian like yeah there's there's lots of ways they can take this yeah. um, I, smackdown's I just, smackdown's top of the card is very healthy right now yeah and I, so that's why I, th- I, th- I think that they are, th- there's a way to take the title off of Roman without making him look bad with giving him kind of a, a you know, bump you him up the card the a little bit. that's the reason they made it a triple threat, though? Like, I don't know. The, 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 the seemingly sudden addition of Brian, like, don't get me wrong. Brian did the, did we, I don't know. It kind of almost seemed like Brian was just going to be the, you're the bridge between the Royal Rumble and the champion feud for Mania. And you're, yeah, you're basically the bridge between the Rumble and Mania. And then we're going to get to Edge and Roman for Mania. Um, but they kept Brian in there. So, yeah. like, now it's all three of them. And uh, I just, the la- yeah, you know, the last time, <laughs> the last time we saw a Royal Rumble winner in a triple threat at the main event of Mania was WrestleMania 30, that also included Daniel Bryan. So, yeah. I don't know. I just I, I think that if if you wanted if if you wanted to keep the belt on Roman, you would have kept it Roman Edge, and he would have just 
you know, that was the spear versus spear match that we'd always joked about for a long time. And mm-hmm. that could have ended however, you know, edge edge losing would make sense because Roman Reigns is this monster heel right now. And edge is the, the longtime legend. Like if, if adding Daniel Bryan into the mix, it takes, it allows you to take the belt off of Roman without Roman losing, you know, face yeah, without him. making him look any weaker. It, it's a technicality that can, that can fuel his heel character even more, I think, and just send him into a frenzy that he hasn't been in. You know, he's been the bad guy, but this is going to make him go nuts. And he can, he can take that time being crazy without the belt and not lose like his spot, I guess. I don't want to put it. So I I thought edge would win, but if you're talking Daniel Bryan actually winning this thing and then letting Daniel, you know, because Daniel's been doing the thing where he's been putting people over for a little bit now, and I think that's the position he's in. He wants to put people he's over. Talked so. about, he's talked about it in, in interviews how right. he's his his time being a full time guy is wrapping up. Right. So I mean, so if, if I just yeah, you know, I mean, I don't. There's a lot of ways to go with it, and I I don't know. And this is something that I think fans get kind of caught up in a lot too. Is that oh, if somebody you know, one guy wins, one guy loses. Obviously, the guy who loses is going to come out looking worse, and he's going to look weak, and all this stuff. Like, it sometimes it's not that simple because sometimes, sure, like you know, like uh, I mean, I guess I'll use me as an example. Like I spent eleven, twelve straight months doing nothing but losing, and then I got a huge reaction when I finally got that win at mm-hmm. the one year anniversary for Journey. Um, so I like, I wouldn't have the genuine, uh, like investment from the crowd that was there that night. If they hadn't seen me try and fail over and over again for the last year. Um, so, so yeah, sometimes it's not as easy as like, Oh, we don't want this guy to lose. Cause then he's going to look, he's going to look weak, but, um, they would have to build all that heat back up on Roman in Roman's case. Uh, in Roman's case, you know, they want him to be the big top guy heel. And that's what he's done very well so far up to this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were to have him take the fall at the biggest show of the year as kind of like the blow off. I mean, he's been doing so good that I don't think that would kill him. But you would have to get some of that heat back because now right. it's like, okay, the baby face got you know, the baby face got his, yeah. uh, he, you know, he got his vengeance or he, you know, he showed the bad guy what, and you know, now the bad guy is like, Oh, you know, he got his. So if you wanted to not do that, then yeah, this is how you could do that. It, it, it all depends on what story it is they're trying to tell. Um, yeah. which again ties into what their plans are for, the bridge between mania and SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're in for, there's a lot of ways that they yeah, can take. There's a, there's a like both of these shows. Uh, we, you know, we talked about it with NXT and with takeover, but with raw and with SmackDown, there's a lot of ways they can take these shows after mania. Um, so this is like, I know that there's, you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, like mania doesn't feel like a big deal. Uh, you know, because it's missing some of these big names and stuff. But like 
talking about it here now that we're pretty much done like yeah. it feels like an even bigger deal to me now because mm-hmm. without all of without the presence of all of those big names taken up at the top of the card there's parody does yeah. it make sense like yeah. you you can't easily predict the outcome um and not only can you not easily predict the outcome it leaves a number of possibilities for where they take things beyond the outcome of mania so there's a lot yeah there's a lot going on here it's an ex- mania as usual is an exciting time <laughs> for wrestling uh. it's a it it the card feels you know i don't feel like a, a lot of stuff culminating but it definitely you feel there's you can see a lot of launching points for the next season quote unquote because i mean and we, sometimes we, that's what mania is yeah sometimes sometimes mania is the mark is like the the bold statement of the changing of the guard yeah. where it's like we got new top guys now and these are the guys that are running the show um yeah i think we could be seeing a lot of that you know it's what we saw yeah. um i think most people would probably think of things like you know mania where batista and cena won the won both world titles uh they had never done that before that night and that was like okay we got two new top guys uh out of mania it's like now it's cena and batista's time this and their whole generation for the rest of the 2000s and into the 2010s carried that you know it was emblematic you can you can see the change in who the top guys were um in terms of pay-per-views house show numbers, like all that stuff. The business started changing towards these newer guys, and then they were the top thing for that whole generation. We could finally be seeing that because Mm -hmm. that's been the biggest complaint about WWE is that they keep reverting to nostalgia acts, part-timers, older guys, all that kind of stuff. This could be where we finally start to get out of that, you know? Like the end of COVID could mean the end of the old timers the end of the nostalgia era we'll see hopefully fingers um, crossed hopefully yeah. we'll see i I'll, I'll i'll agree with you like in in the time that we've taken to talk about both of these shows i've gotten extra excited mm-hmm. like going into right. it i was i was kind of eh, but now that we've kind of talked through the matches like i'm 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 extra hyped so it's gonna right. be a lot of wrestling over the next week yeah um, it is it's, and it's it'll and the best part is it'll be a lot of the you know everybody's bringing their all type of wrestling. Mm-hmm. It'll be all of the pulling out all the stops, you know, leaving no stone unturned, pulling everything out. Uh, there's yeah, there's a lot of good. And if you look at the last seven years, you know, there there have been some new guys that have been made. You know, like the Shield, Daniel Bryan came out as the new one of the new top guys in 2014, obviously. Um, like there, you know, there's been a handful of guys that they've been like, all right, new top guy to use. Um, but they kind of have been muddled down over the past few years. And now if you look at this year, you know, uh, Seth Rollins is, you know, probably on an opener. Mm-hmm. Um, Roman Reigns feels completely invigorated by this new uh, heel run. Mm-hmm. Edge is back. So they're trying to capitalize on that while they can. Um, hopefully that doesn't you know, run stale because Edge is just phenomenal. Um, you've got Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley, two new top guys. Um, you know, McIntyre finally got his world title win last year, and now this is kind of him establishing himself as, all right, my time now. Bobby Lashley is kind of doing the same thing. 
Uh, he's always been ready, but here he is now, top of the card. He's the WWE champion. Um, so we could see a lot of uh, a lot of new coming out of this mania. It'll be good. Speaking of uh, your time is up, my time is now. Our time is way the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, we've gone way over. We've gone <laughs> so far over have- that Cena can't even see us. So... <laughs> And, Let's and also, you know, don't don't uh, shame us if, if matches are added. Uh, there's been talk that each night would be seven matches, so there's still room to add one to each night. <laughs> so much room for activities. Yeah. So, fellas, I'm, I think with that, we're going to get out of here. Yes. Uh, I think we've, we've said everything we can say about both these shows. And then um, some. And then some. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it'll be interesting that first night of NXT going up against AEW. Uh, that'll be kind of fascinating. Mm-hmm. I think NXT wins because it's a takeover. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll some people will find that interesting. We'll see what well, AEW has up their sleeve. Wars, brother. Which the, they're ending. Yeah. AEW won. NXT's going to Tuesdays. AEW okay. won the Wednesday Night Wars. Okay. Uh, what a long fought battle it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So all right. Uh, with that, folks, you know, thank you so much for tuning in, and listening to us. Uh, enjoy WrestleMania weekend. Uh, you know, wear a mask if you're going. We're not out of this yet. <laughs> yeah, if you're doing any parties, I think we'll we'll probably do something kind of like this uh, mm-hmm. over Zoom. So hopefully you can do some have some virtual fun with friends. Uh, but this is it. This is the the wrestling equivalent of the Super Bowl this weekend. So mm-hmm. uh, enjoy yourself. We'll be back next week with a uh, a recap that hopefully won't run as long as the prep did. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm already looking forward to that. So take care. Enjoy WrestleMania. And later, nerds.